right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the HFFL pod. We are going into week four, episode 88. So today it's going to be me and Brendan. We're going to go over uh, the week three results. Um, we're going to do a quick fab review, and then we'll break down each matchup uh, from week four uh, and do a quick review of those. But uh, first and foremost, Brendan, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be on and uh, first time without Kellen and Jimmy. So it'll be weird. Yeah. <laughs> and usually I, you guys are, and you guys are usually like in the same room. Yeah. All talking same to room. Each other. You can see each other and kind of feed off each other's energy. So yeah. Typically like so six good. to 10 beers deep. So weird. <laughs> so any, any beers tonight? Any beers I've got, deep yet? Uh, I've got a truly mango lemonade that I've had about two sips of. So I'm really buzzing. Truly mango lemonade. That sounds actually pretty good. I don't think I've had that flavor. It's not bad. Is it like a punch or like a tea or is it just like a, it, it does taste more like a punch. All right. It's considered yeah. a hard seltzer, but. All right. Yeah. Those truly, they bad. do have the teas and the punches that are pretty refreshing on the golf course. Uh, but for me, here comes the uh, the Jimmy Craft there we go. so we're ready to roll. But first and, for, first and foremost, Brennan, we got some trades to talk about. Um, so let's get into the first one here. Uh, we got Kobe getting uh, Kenneth Walker the third, uh, and Julian getting uh, Frankie Lou Vu. Uh, he also gets Kobe's 2023 second and Kobe's 2024 first. So what do you think of this one? Yeah, this one was really surprising to me. Um, I knew nothing about this Frankie Luvu. Is that how you say it? Luvu? I think it's Luvu. That's, that's the only way I could uh, um, imagine to pronounce it. I was at work when this went through, and I just assumed – I saw a linebacker, and I thought, oh, he must be some young, promising linebacker that, that Julian needs. Um, I looked him up. I got home. I looked him up, and this guy is not that good. So I was really surprised that uh, – Julian's already moving on from Kenneth Walker, who we got fifth overall for a not so great linebacker, a first, which kind of is where, you know, that's kind of Kenneth Walker's value right there, just based off where he took him. And then really just the second Kobe's doing well. So as of now, that's a late second. So a little surprising uh, yeah. as, for, as for Kobe's point of view, he got a, a young promising uh, running back that I think is going to start seeing some more heavier workloads these coming weeks. Yeah, I'm right with you. You know, this is, a, you know, the linebacker involved is a, a fifth year undrafted guy uh, who's just kind of bounced around, hasn't had more than 30, 40 tackles in a season. Um, and on top of that, you know, you trade for somebody, you'd expect the person to start them this week. And uh, Luvu's on the bench, riding the pine for Julian. Um, so I'm not quite sure why uh, he went ahead and did this, but, you know, uh, for Kobe to go out and get the RB2 from this year's draft um, and uh, kind of not really probably feel this loss of Frankie Lulu uh, on his team, uh, all in all, I think it's a win for Kobe. So I think I agree with you there. Kobe's going for it. You love to see it. Yeah, you do. He's, he's making he's making some moves. <laughs> I just was shocked to see it because, it, you know, you've seen it in the chat. And Julian, you know, Kobe's like, who do you like? And Julian goes, Luvu, right? And then you see the trade. It's like Kenneth Walker. And you're like, what? Yeah. Didn't see that name out coming down. <laughs> well, how the hell did I? I think I offered him like a first in like Darren Waller, like earlier, the preseason for Walker. So to see this go through That's is I was just kind of like, geez, oh, Pete's. He All must right. be banking on. I don't know what he's banking Kobe on. Kobe to tank? I don't know. I don't get it. 
I don't yeah, get it I mean, at all. You, you really don't know what that 24 first is going to be. And, you know, uh, Julian is technically running back rich right now. So I don't know. Hopefully it's, Lubu works out for him. You know, it's I don't crazy know. too. Like thinking about it, Julian could have used some wide receiver help. He could have used some linebacker help in the defensive end help in the drafts. And he decided to go running back, running back. And now he already moved on from one. Yeah. And his running backs are pretty old right now. So I, I don't know. I don't get it, Julian, but I'd love to hear what your take on it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I'd love to hear it from the horse's mouth about what he was thinking. Uh, but moving on to the next trade, your trade with the man, Julian, that we were just talking about. Julian goes and gets himself a quarterback, uh, you know, one of the more promising 24 year old quarterback dual threat guys in the league who gets a lot of carries. He gives up Tyler Lockett, uh, his first for 2024 and his second for 2024. So tell us how this went down and, you know, kind of what was going through your head making this deal. Yeah. So I think it was pretty obvious. I was trying to move Jalen Hurts the last year and a half or so. Uh, mm -hmm. I picked him up for a, a dollar two years ago before he was even uh, starting. So to me, this is a pretty good haul, but uh, I was getting ready for work yesterday morning, about 9.30 a.m. Uh, sent a couple feelers out. This was one of them. Uh, got ready for work, got there, um, got pulled up at 10.45 for my 11 o'clock shift, start getting everything ready at my desk. 10.56, I got a, a message from Julian on uh, GroupMe uh, saying he liked what he saw, but he sent a, a different one. So I finally got the email at 1101. That mm -hmm. was for Fields, Lockett, Anzalone, a first and a third. So this is right before my first patient showed up. So mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I just ignored it. I was just getting ready for the day. Uh, kind of just went about my business and, um, Julian was clearly not very busy because at 1109, <laughs> about 10 minutes later, he messaged me saying, sent another one <laughs> right. before I even had time. So this one uh, was for the first and the second in 2024. So mm -hmm. again, I was at work. I couldn't respond. I saw it. I couldn't respond. At 118, Julian asked me, have you looked at them yet? At 128, I got an email saying the trade offer has been accepted. So I started panicking because I thought he revoked my initial trade and then countered. So uh -huh. I was like, oh shit, did I like bump like the accept button? I was about to text Jimmy. I had my phone out. Yeah. I finally went and saw that he accepted the original trade, um, mm -hmm. which was, I don't know. He, he made me panic because I, I, I wasn't going <laughs> to accept either of those trades. Right. But overall, I like what I got. Um, Hertz was just going to ride the pine for me unless Josh Allen gets hurt or unless, um, you know, Josh's game goes to shit or something, but I don't see that ha either of those things happening. So I like what I got Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah. He, he needs a better running back or wide receiver, right? Quarterback, sorry. Throwing in the ball right now, but even, mm -hmm. even so he's still putting up some pretty good production and I need some, I need some wide receiver help. Uh, Julian still has a lot of holes. So I'm hoping that this is going to be uh, these first and second. I'm hoping it's going to be a mid rounder. Uh, pretty good pick. So I like what I got. I know I got roasted, mm -hmm. but I like what I got. You don't mind that they're not next year and they're two years out? No. Kind of kind of realizing that value, you know, a couple of years from now? I thought about that too. Um, and it does suck, but I can live with it. Yeah. How do you feel about, uh, you know, getting uh, you know, a guy like Tyler Lockett? Um, he's 
always been a target monster there, you know, in San Francisco. I think right now he's got 26 targets on the year, which is, you know, nice. He, he's converted 20, 20 into 21 receptions. But uh, he did uh, – he got traded on his birthday, and he did just turn 30. Does that concern you at all? He was definitely older than I realized he was when I sent that trade out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay with it. I think he's still got some good, good, uh, good value left in him. Um, mm-hmm. I still need to start looking for his replacement with, with Julian's uh, picks there. But I think that's going to help me keep my head above water this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, adding, adding that uh, extra piece. And, you know, unlike Julian uh, with uh, Luvu, you are starting Tyler Lockett this week. So that's good to see. Yes. Um, now, from my perspective, I feel like you probably could have gotten more for Jalen if you were a little bit more patient, um, you know, especially as things get a little bit tighter and you start to try to make moves later on in the season. I know you and I had talked quite a bit about uh, making a move for Jalen Hurts. Uh, unfortunately, um, if I needed a quarterback, I, I would have probably done a deal with you. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of all in on on Trevor Lawrence. So it's worked gonna, out well for you this year. Hold on, yeah, he's he's doing all right. He's doing all right. But to me, I think Julian wins this one. I think he got kind of got taken for a ride on the Kenneth Walker trade, but I think he, uh, I think he came came out ahead on this one. I think he's gets, gets a nice young quarterback who, to me, is has come leaps and bounds over where he was in college. And I never would imagine Jalen Hurts would be, you know, a star NFL running back or NFL quarterback. Can't believe how um, good he's looked this year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he puts up just crazy numbers, and he's throwing really good balls. He has good receivers around him. So, um, no, it's good to see. I'm glad to see him being successful. I think I said, you know, the guy's a true leader, real smart football guy. So, um, all he needed to do was be coached up, and and he was. So, good to see for him. Good to see for Julian. And let's hope that Lockett gives you what he needs. All right, moving into the game picks review. Um, so we'll go with uh, Jimmy's record here. Jimmy is now two and one on lock of the week because Brendan, you didn't hold up your end of the deal and win this week <laughs> or last week. Uh, so upset of the week, upset. Two and one. He picked Kobe last week. Kobe won. Um, me, unfortunately, I also dropped two and one uh, with a big turd that Jeff laid this week. Uh, upset. I am two and one. Walt just, I mean, shit on Corey. So that was nice to see. Um, Brendan, you are two and one. Uh, you, you picked Corey last week, Corey lost. And for upsets, you moved to one and two. Unfortunately, you had faith in the wrong team and you picked me as an I upset. You, had it. I, I, you know, I did score. I did say I was going to score by most points I did all year and I did, but it just wasn't enough to outscore or Rico's tanking team. So that being said, we'll move on to uh, the week three matchup review. So we'll jump right in. Uh, Ryan versus uh, Brendan, the doctor here. Um, Brent, uh, Ryan gets a win, you know, thanks to the doctor's team scoring a season low. Ryan still remains third in potential points, uh, but he is one and two, and a win is a win. Now, concerning. Christian McCaffrey made it through another game, but now has a thigh issue, soft tissue issue. So we'll be watching that closely this week. Uh, Brendan, I'm sure you're disappointed by the output you got out of J.K. Dobbins in his debut, uh, you know, waiting all year, you know, the first couple of weeks to, to get him on the field. But uh, honestly, I personally have faith in him going forward. I think he's going to be a real nice piece for you to add to your lineup. Um, other than that, it was just kind of a disappointing week uh, for you, Brendan. You scored a uh, you know a season low 61, 161 points. 
moves you down to one and two. Um, both teams are now one and two. Uh, Ryan gets to win 167-161. And so the next matchup is Corey versus Walt. What do you got there, Brendan? Yeah, what an ass kicking. Um, <laughs> Walt with 254.9. Corey with 172.15. Um, score 170 points. You, you don't, you maybe you lose, but you don't expect to get your ass kicked. And that's what happened. So, um, Walt's bench, even looking at his bench, his bench went off too. He could have made a couple different moves and it could have been even worse for, for, uh, Corey here, but, uh, good for Walt. Uh, as far as Corey, as Corey goes, there's, there's not much he could have done. He could have, you know, done a few things like playing Tony Pollard, um, you know, Mac Collins, who I really have never even heard of couple of things mm-hmm. to help him but overall you lose by you know that many points there's not much you can do so good effort by Corey but Walt was just too much this week his team went bananas yeah Walt's just been unbelievable right now he's leading at potential points 36 and three all play just uh just an absolute beast I don't I think the men his men points scored all seasons 208 so Jeez. I mean just an absolute monster so next we have Kobe versus Corey. Um, Corey had a rough, rough day, smattered with injuries on his team. Uh, he had to start two players, scored zero points. Another, uh, his other had another eight players on his team only score, not even score eight points. Um, that being said, Kobe had a great day defensively with everyone in double digits except for Cody Barton. This is, I think, this is the way you know we'll need to see Kobe getting wins is through the defense as his offense is very unreliable and kind of team dependent. Um, but his defense did show up. Kobe wins 184 to 130. Next we got Scott versus Kellen. What do you got, Brennan? Yeah. So uh, 177.43 for Kellen, 147.59 for Scott. Um, so a week for Kellen, which is nice to see is, is uh, his team can have bad weeks. Um, unfortunately, he still came out with the win. Um, Cooper Cup, uh, highest non-QB offensive player with 14.4. Uh, but golf only just barely scored more than him, only like 14.88 or something like that at golf. So uh, rest of his offense didn't do much. He really had to depend on his defense here. Um, but they were still able to come out w- with the win. As for Scott, his team really struggled here. Um, Saquon scored a nice 20-burger. Uh, Christian Kirk looked pretty good, uh, but oh, after that, he had five guys score between zero and five points. So with that, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to look good. You're, there's no mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Yeah, you know, 14 points for a quarterback is just dreadful, which uh, I think you'll see here in this next matchup, Mike versus Jeff, um, where you have uh, Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson, who you assume are, you know, big-time quarterbacks. They're also averaging just 14 points a game. So, um, you know, we'll see uh, if they can they make it happen. But, yeah, Mike versus Jeff, this was my lock of the week last week, and Mike and Jeff decided to take the bolt cutters to it. Um, for some reason, Jeff started Daryl Williams um, when he had other viable options on his bench. Uh, some reason, Justin Jefferson didn't get the memo that he was playing the Lions and didn't show up. So uh, the struggles continue for Jeff. Matt Stafford is also forgetting to play football. Uh, I don't know. Did did you reach out to Jeff with the Hertz offer? I I thought about it. Um, uh-huh. I didn't. I just didn't think it was going to happen. I I wish I tried. Yeah, I, didn't I realize mean, Stafford uh, was looking that bad this year. 
Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, Cooper Cup's still putting his numbers up, but Matt Stafford is struggling. It's crazy. It's because of that run. Yeah. yeah. It could be. So, uh, but like I said, Mike is also having QB issues. Uh, Russ just uh, is also averaging right around 14 points this year. But he got big performances from James Robinson, had 22 points, even with uh, ETN being in the mix. Mari Cooper got 22 points. Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry got 16. And uh, safety Mike Edwards from Tampa Bay got 24 points. Uh, Mike now moves to two and one, um, sneaking by Jeff here. Jeff now falls to one and two uh, with a final score of 180 to 149. So, uh, you know, you thought I was going to pull it out. So let's hear about it. Rich versus Arico, Brennan. What do you got? Yeah, Rich, I had you as my upset of the week. Uh, you gave it a good effort. Only, what, 14, 14.8 points or something? Separated you. And, I mean, if there I, was a spread, I bet I would have covered it if Corey wasn't such a bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you played Russell Gage instead of Nico Collins, that would have given you an additional 13.5 points. And then, you know, a couple other moves like Rashawn Evans at the end instead of really anybody at linebacker. Uh, you won. So it was right there for you. A pretty close matchup. Uh, probably two of the top two to three bottom teams. Um, but they're, they're close. They're dogfighting back there. So close game. I thought you had it. Yeah. You know, you know, I can still win as long as my potential points stay low. I can win here and there. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not shy about, about putting my team out there and trying to get a win and, and mixing things up. So I saw you um, had uh, Trevor Lawrence on your taxi squad this morning. Well, you know, I'm just trying to make a little bit of a point. Living after, after I love it. I'm making a little bit of a point. I was hoping nobody's noticed yet, but we'll see after the pod now if anybody says anything. But, oh, uh, you shit. know. Cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> I know. You caught me. It is good that we get those emails, though, right? You get to see who's doing what, who's maneuvering how. So, all right. Next is uh, Jim versus Julian. Uh, you know, this is my pillow fight of the week. Uh, Julian continues to put up very pedestrian numbers. However, this week, that's all he needed to, to beat Jimmy. Jimmy laid, I mean, just an absolute stinker this week. Right after the previous pot, I said Jimmy has 190 in his back pocket. He goes and does something like this. You know, he must have got his pos- pocket picked, his pistol whipped, credit card balance run up on him, identity stolen. Because honestly, I have no idea whose team that was. <laughs> to put up 140 points uh, you know he is outscored by me and Orico so I mean that's never a good thing <laughs> oh no I so, uh, I wasn't I didn't have this game so this is the first time I'm seeing it that's shocking yeah Both those yeah things. so Julian did get you know finally got a big performance out of King Henry and uh, he'll need uh, he'll need that help especially with his kind of middling you know wide receiver tight end d-line numbers he's been putting up but uh, you know, nonetheless, Julian gets the dub. He moves to two and one. Jimmy drops to one and two, uh, 157 to 140. I think, uh, you know, some sirens are going off over there in snowman territory. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's some, a little bit of panic uh, this week, maybe, in, in Jimmy to get it done. So that'd be fantastic if he missed. <laughs> oh, if he drops to one and three, look out. Oh. I don't know. I, I think he may just like put the chat on mute and next thing you know, it's going to be the, it might be the Rich and Brendan show on the podcast. You wouldn't even want to talk to anybody. All, all of a sudden our league gets deleted. That'd be weird. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You go to log in and it's just like the home screen. Everybody's kicked off. All right. So we'll get into the current playoff standings. Um, right now with the, with the buys, Kellen is one, Walt is two. Uh, and that's strictly only because Kellen is three and oh now, Walt two and one. Um, Scott three, Kobe four, Corey Stevens is five. And believe it or not, 
Mike Hill is the sixth seed. He is 0.48 points for better than Julian right now. 0.48. Wow. So it's very close, especially considering he's also top five worst potential points. <laughs> so that brings us to the current 2022 top five draft picks. Uh, me, of course, thank you very much at 1.01 or Rico at 1.02. Ryan still at 1.03, but I own that pick. Thank you very much, Scott, for trading that to me. Um, what? Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. I seen Jimmy's Jimmy's name there. Corey, uh, running backs matter is at four, but that's owned by Jimmy. Um, and believe it or not, Brendan, you, sir, are the current 1.05. You own your own pick, but you are only one point better than Mike in potential points. So Hell yeah. this kind of halfway in, halfway out <laughs> in the playoffs versus <laughs> somehow at the bottom of the league still uh you know we could see some shakeups over the next couple of weeks there we got to figure it out what do we want to do we buying or we selling exactly yeah things are going to start to you know get serious here in the next couple of weeks all right so we'll move on to the weekly fab review uh favorite ad best value brennan what do you got i got uh rasheem green to mike for uh just nine dollars two weeks in a row he got 17 and a half points uh, that production probably won't continue, but just looking at last year's number, they were pretty decent. He's young. There's a chance he's developing into something. So I thought pretty good value there for Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. You know, I also, um, just to touch a little bit on uh, Rasheem Green, I think he is actually moving his way up, you know, week after week in, uh, in snap count. So I think, you know, last couple of weeks in Houston, he has been uh, 50 to 60%. Uh, of the snaps on the field so um, he's definitely you know playing his way into more playing time and uh, and potential so yeah I agree with you that's a good pickup um, I also have Mike um, I really like Rod the Rodney McLeod pick for three dollars I think it's a really good value um, Rodney is going to be starting for the foreseeable future Indy is kind of moving away from the Nick Cross at this point he's struggling Blackman seems to be injured every single week um, and I think it's a good cheap ad for some much needed production of secondary for Mike. All right. So least favorite, biggest overpay, Brennan, what do you think here? You got Jimmy G uh, to Corey, just $3, but we know what Jimmy G is and he's not a good fantasy quarter, uh, football quarterback. So I'd rather have yeah. an empty, empty roster spot for a backup than to have Jimmy G just wasting what could be something else. Take a shot on somebody else, in my opinion. So I don't like that pickup at all for Corey. He's got mm -hmm. Joe Burrow, who's, you know, yeah, a little bit slower of a start, but he seems like he's figuring it out. He's your true number one. Don't waste a roster spot on somebody like Jimmy G. Yeah, you're not big on the backup quarterback? Hang backup on. quarterback, but one trade so. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I'm not. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, screw it. I don't need it. <laughs> If I'm trading Jalen Hurts, then why is Jimmy G on a roster? Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. Uh, so for me, um, I was going to say me. Uh, I pay $15 for uh, Daniel Bellinger, the tight end, rookie tight end out of uh, <laughs> for New York. Um, so what I was thinking here is he, he's six foot six. He's a big fella. He was a fourth round draft pick, which is typically where you get your tight ends when you're not the uh, Detroit Lions. Um, but, you know, he's a rookie. He's getting a lot of playing time. 
So, you know, I wasn't shy about getting going out and getting them, but I do think I, I overpaid for them. I don't think a anybody lot of money. had their eyes on uh, Daniel Bellinger. So, anyway. <laughs> hey, you got him. <laughs> I got him. Yo, what is it? Go get your guy. Go get your guy. So, I got my guy. So, there you go. Yeah. All right. All right. So, the, 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 the moment everybody's been waiting for, um, we're going to jump into uh, the week four matchups. And I will say – uh, Jimmy is not here tonight, but he did text me his picks. So we'll Ooh, there we actually go. tell you what Jimmy picked and what his upset and lock is. So we, we get it on, uh, on the ledger, right? We get it in, in stone. So everybody knows what's going on and everything's above board, but we'll jump right into the first matchup. We got Ryan at one and two versus Scott at two and one. Brendan, tell me about it. Yeah, to me, this is uh, some of the two biggest surprises this year. Um, before the year, you would think their records would be flopped. Ryan, two and one. Scott, one and two. But uh, that's not the case. So uh, Scott's doing well. A little um, kind of overachieving so far this year with two big wins. Uh, this is a big, big swing game. So to me, it's a, it's a pillow fight at QB. Ryan's trying out Brady, who's looked terrible this year. Scott's got Carson Wentz, who, you know, fantasy-wise, has actually done all right. But uh very inconsistent as well um i would actually give once the the nod here to win that battle as far as running backs yeah. goes uh ryan's got jamal williams and cmc uh while scott's trying out penn state saquon and, and miles sanders um miles is just too inconsistent i don't know what to expect from him jamal he's i think swift is out correct uh he Last I heard he was trending that way at least. Trending as out. If not, he'll be on a pitch count. Right. So yeah. Jamal's probably gonna be good. So Ryan's got the running back edge here. Um I'll give Scott but it, the wide but receivers. It, looks, it does look like McCaffrey is still didn't practice. Still didn't practice, so he could that's a game changer as well. Who's yeah? Uh, so who, as of right now, McCaffrey sits out another practice as of four hours ago. Who would be the next up? In in Carolina for, uh, for Ryan, I should oh, say. Oh, uh, Chase and Mostert just it'd be Gordon. Okay, if you needed so to make a change, it'd be Gordon. That's doable. You still give him the edge though. I'll still give him the edge. Okay, all right. Over Saquon. I, I just Miles Sanders is just too too inconsistent. Yeah. Um, Scott's gonna have Diggs, Kirk, and Drake, London. Uh, while Ryan's got Thielen, Higgins, and Aguilar, so I'll give the the nod to Scott there. Uh, Ryan's got tight end. How good has London be, been, by the way? Pretty solid. What did he get? One touchdown last week and what, 100 yards, something like that? Yeah, he's he's, he's at uh, 16 catches, 214, and two touchdowns so far this year. And he wow. scored double digits the last two games. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of regretting trading that pick to him because I, London looks like the real deal, man. I thought he'd be good. I didn't think he'd have an immediate impact with Mariota throwing him the ball. So good. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, give Ryan the tight end battle of uh, Najoku versus uh, Hayden Hurt. Uh, and in the end, I think just Ryan's defense is better. So I'm going Ryan over over Scott here. Um, and I think he could definitely run away with it come uh, so late Sunday afternoon. Wow. Wow. All right. So I was, uh, you know, that's the first, uh, you know, I've heard of, of, you know, I've been talking to some people today and I've seen uh, – Corey come out with the lines and he had Ryan minus eight and a half. And I'm like, how in the world? 
does he have this? But I mean, that's that's some good analysis. You know, I, I think you've you swayed me a little bit, a little bit towards Ryan. But you know, Scott is averaging 115 points per week on offense. Ryan's averaged 62. Now he does average about 91 points a week on defense. Um, Scott takes a, a, a step back up there and he's averaging about 81 points a week. So Ryan definitely has the defensive nod. I don't really see what's changed for Scott. There's no injuries. Everybody's healthy. He's still starting the same guy. So he's been starting. Um, and without Christian McCaffrey, which I don't think McCaffrey's going to play this week. And I can't, I don't think if you just plug in Melvin Gordon, um, you know, he's going to be more consistent or, uh, maybe, you know, edges out Miles Sanders. I could see maybe Jamal Williams giving Barkley a run for his money if, for some reason, you know, Detroit learns how to play football on the road or no, uh, learns to play football and run, run the ball with Jamal. So, um, you know, we'll see. Um, It'd be too to, easy. Yeah, it'd be too, would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, so, honestly, that. looking at this, I was just kind of baffled at how, uh, at how he's the underdog. But if he is the underdog, to me, this week, this is the only logical upset of the week. So for me, the team who is two and one, right, against the team that's one and two, the team who is in the playoffs versus the team who's third in overall potential points is currently a number three pick, somehow is going to get upset by Scott. But I'm picking it. Upset of the week. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. That's good. Moving on to the next one. This is Corey versus the good doctor. Corey is two and one. Brendan is one and two. Um, man, this game could be really close. Um, I, I'm really hoping, and I think I mentioned this earlier, that J.K. Dobbins comes around and starts producing. Um, I really like him. I think he's capable of big things. And and right now, not in your lineup. You got CEH out there um, who uh, I'm, I'm hit or miss on. Um, I've always been kind of hit or miss on him. Uh, but you know what? Brendan does have Josh Allen. And immediately you look at that top line and that gives you an advantage over every single other person in the league right away. Uh, but Corey does have Burrow. And Burrow, you know, has, you know, after being shook up uh, during the week one blues where he threw four picks, he hasn't thrown a pick since. He's looked sharp. He's, you know, uh, staying upright a little bit more the last couple of games than he was the the first game. Um so I have a little bit of faith there that maybe Burrow can, especially tonight, keep up. Uh, maybe not, you know, pass or score as many points as Josh Allen this week. But I do think that he can keep him in it to where Josh Allen won't take over this match. Now, I did notice both teams are running the 1-4 offensive lineup, one running back, four wide receivers. And honestly, I think this is going to be the difference maker um, for these teams is that, you know, CEH this year has not seen more than 12 touches a game. Now, on the other side, Corey is going with Tony Pollard, who, again, I think has only seen 13 touches. However, I do see more quality snaps out of Tony Pollard uh, than I am seeing with, uh, with CEH. Um, so I think I'm going to give that matchup to, to Corey. I think Tony Pollard is probably, probably going to get a little bit more quality this week, especially going up against the Washington defense, who seems very porous against everybody they played. And Tampa Bay can be tough, that's for sure. Um, looking at wide receivers, I do think Corey's squad is starting to heat up. I don't know if they're at the at the best wide receiver group in the league yet, but um, they are, you know, uh, heating up. Michael Pittman is now healthy. Um, so for me, I think that's enough to give Corey the win this week. 
So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Corey uh, to beat to beat Brendan. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, I think I win the QB battle. I think I can get close in the running back battle of uh, Clyde versus uh, Havante. But overall, it, I mean, his wide receivers are just so much better. Uh, defensively, I, I thought I had a good defense going into the year. It's not looking that. And now with Miles Garrett, I don't know what to expect uh, with him this weekend if he even plays. So Corey beats me at wide receiver group, and he beats me defensively. And uh, that's enough to, to take me down this week. Yeah, you think you keep it close? I think I can keep it close. Yeah. I need a okay. good week, but I can keep it close. Yeah. One of the scary things is that, you know, Pitts, Pitts got a little bit more attention last week too. So, yep. you know, if he yep. can get Pitts going, he's, he's going to be scary. That's he's for dangerous. sure. Yeah. All right. Next, we have Walt Baby Love at two and one uh, versus Brother Jeff at one and two. What do you got, Brendan? Yeah, we got the Summerhill Bowl. So, uh, another one that I think, uh, preseason people would have guessed their records to be flipped uh but overall i think walt takes this one easily he's rolling right now um head to head i think he's got just about everything beat uh in my book um his just best shot is going to be at wide receiver they have the potential to go off and be capable of uh kind of narrowing the gap and possibly overtaking walt but overall i'm going with lock of the week this is walt Wow, lock of the week. I got a question. Yeah. At what point does Jeff put uh, Alexander Madison in? He's currently in the lineup. Is he? He's currently in the okay, lineup. He was I think, not you know, he as of a, this morning. He made a comment uh, on the chat last week about fragile Dalvin. All right. And uh, I think he was just waiting for this moment. So I think it's uh, a good move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot better than anybody else I think he could roll out. Um, right now, you know, Greg Dortch or, you know, if Madison's going to start, um, looks like Delvin Cook practiced today in full. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. They're going to put a shoulder brace on him and put him on a pitch count or something. But uh, Madison should definitely get goal line carries. They're not going to risk Delvin at the goal line. So, you know, he may be able to vulture a couple of touchdowns if they can get down, get down, uh, you know, inside the five. So Jeff I think that's a good point. And that's, uh, that's a way to definitely try to get some. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is my game of the week. And, uh, you know, it may signal a, a changing of the guard, let's say. You know, Walt, who has kind of been middle of the road and, and struggling to get into the playoffs, is now looking very dominant. The last couple of years, I think Jeff has looked very dominant. Um, and, you know, here we're flipped. You know, Jeff needs this win. You know, he can't fall to one and three. Um, so, it's, uh, you know, back-to-back rivalry weeks for Jeff, in my opinion. Um, last week, he just couldn't get it done against Mike, which I think was his best chance to win. Um, but, you know, I think Walt's too strong. You know, I, 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 you do have to imagine, though, he can't keep this up all year, right? Everybody's due. I mean, look, you know, everybody, you know, fawns over Jimmy's team, and he scored 140 points last week. So, I mean, everybody's due for a letdown week where things just kind of don't line up. But it'll, um, it'll regress toward the main. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually he'll he'll start to you know maybe I think one ninety two you know two hundred points, but he's just uh, you know doing really well. But Jeff continues to struggle at certain positions. He's dead last in tight end scoring, four points better um, than me this season in tight end scoring, and I don't think I've started an actual tight end who seen a target yet. So um, he's uh, eighth in defensive scoring, where Walt is just dominating in, in, in that department. Walt has the number one defensive scoring unit in the league. He's also number one on offense, by the way. 
So that being said, uh, even if, if Walt takes a step back here and uh, brings his scoring average down and maybe his all play takes a hit this week, he, he doesn't lose this, this game. He, he leaves Chuck in the dust. Yeah. So, all right. The next one that will probably just breeze right on by. <laughs> we got Rich versus Kellen. What do you got, Brendan? Yeah, it's not going to be close. Uh, we mentioned Trevor Lawrence not being on your active roster anymore. I think that was probably the only position group you had a chance at. Maybe secondary. I could see your your secondary being them out. Um, but it's it's not going to be close. Uh, Kellen, easy. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Kellen wins. It's a bye week for Kellen. It's a bye week for almost everybody. Let's face it. Um, so enjoy the week, Kellen. Drink some bourbon. You know, for some reason, you're going to be worried about laying eight points to Auburn on Saturday. So, you know, just enjoy that and uh, don't sweat it too much. But, yeah, Kellen gets the win here. Just too much talent. I mean, even I started it. Let's just say I started everybody. The perfect lineup still doesn't get it done. No. So His wide receivers are just insane. And they had an off week last probably, week, so you just expect them to come yeah. back this week even harder. They'll probably outscore my entire team. <laughs> I mean, we're talking the entire 32-man lineup. I can add that all up, and I'll probably his, his offense will outscore that. That'd be funny to see, dude. I, I think somebody do the math. I'm gonna do the math. I'll, no, trust Tuesday, me. I'll Tuesday I'll put, morning, I want to put it in a, I'll put it in a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet just for Kobe. <laughs> all right. So we'll move on to the man that I just mentioned, um, Kobe, who is two and one versus Orico one and two. A little drama here this uh, this afternoon uh, with that. Um, so I don't even know what to do this week. Orico is calling up the A squad in a newly found rivalry game that, you know, some, some say could rival uh, Michigan, Ohio state will think uh, in the future here, but um, I don't know. Kobe's Packers uh, played dreadful new England team. Um, Kobe's defense is better than Enrico's, uh, which he's, you know, maybe just calling up Waddle, who I think is the only guy who can really make a difference. So uh, I think Enrico, good effort, not enough to get it done. Maybe if Herbert wasn't hobbled, uh, you'd have a, a better opportunity. But, you know, I got to go Kobe. Yeah, who would have saw a Kobe versus Rico rivalry six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. As I was doing my research for, for this, this is when uh, Rico took Waddle and ETN off his taxi squad and put them into his roster. This is a must win for Rico. You can't take those guys off and then lose. <laughs> that is the worst possible thing you could possibly do. And then imagine if he messes up his uh, potential points from this game, mm-hmm. gets like the third overall pick or the fourth overall pick instead of instead of two. Yeah. Uh, I I'm taking Kobe. Yeah. Even with Waddle and Etn, uh, I I don't think Rico has the, the power for it. Yeah, uh, Waddle needs to score forty. Herbert yeah, needs to score Waddle forty. Waddle needs to go off, and here we are with what seven thirty six in the second fourth uh, second quarter. I haven't seen much of Waddle yet. Yeah, yeah, I've seen one catch. I think and yep. that's it. One catch for twenty yards. Yep. Um, just a just a reverse, real quick. I forgot. I have Jimmy's pick sitting here in front of me. Oh yeah. I just got I just got so like into our conversation, Brendan, that I completely forgot. <laughs> um, so just to recap of uh, what we've covered so far, we have went Ryan versus Scott. Uh, Jimmy is going Scott there, and again, that is Jimmy's upset of the week, so he's copying me there. Um, we got Corey versus Brendan. He is going with trust. He's trusting the process this week. Um, Walt versus Jeff. He's going with Walt, baby love. 
Uh, Kellen versus Rich. Jimmy is rolling with, oh, yeah, I don't even know why I had to look. Kellen. And then Kobe versus Orico. He's going with the Bs. So we're all caught up now. All right. We're good to go. All right. So we're going to move on to Julian versus Corey. Julian at two and one. Corey at one and two. Tell me about it, Brennan. Uh, well, first off, Kobe and Orico are my game of the week, by the way. Oh, game of the week. All right. Game of the week. I like it. Uh, Julian for Corey. This is my upset of the week. Uh, I think Julian's going to take the QB vet battle with uh, Jalen Hurts now, being now Kyler Murray. Um, Corey's going to take wide receiver and running back with guys like Chubb, Singletary, Keenan Allen coming back. Rashad Bateman's looking good. Um, slow for start for some of Julian's offensive weapons. Henry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, who is uh, coming off suspension, but still he was he didn't do much the first game and a half. So uh, I, offensively, it's it's Corey for me. Um, now he will take the tight end battle as well with Kelsey and, and defensively, you know, Julian's defense is actually better than Corey's, I think, but I don't think they're good enough to, to come back and beat out, uh, Corey. So I'm, I'm going Corey upset of the week. Nice. Nice. So maybe we should put a little money on this because this is my lock of the week. Ooh. So like I mentioned before. Uh, on previous pods, I like Corey's QB. I like Kyla. I like his backfield, Chubb and Sing, uh, Chubb and Swift. But I don't think, like we said, I don't think Swift's playing. Um, Singletary, okay. I'm not a big Singletary guy. I think there's a reason why they went out and got Cook, and they got guys like Moss, just because they don't have faith in Singletary either. Um, but I do think he's lacking in the wide receiver department. I don't know if Keenan Allen's going to be 100 percent healthy. He's going to have a banged up uh, Justin Herbert throwing him the ball. Um, Corey Davis, I just can't, I can't buy in. I can't buy into him. Um, so I looked it up um, and the numbers might be a little skewed because Corey does run a two, three offense and at the, at the one, four, um, but he's second to last in, in wide receiver scoring this season for starters. Um, so that just brings me to the reason why I think Julian is the, is the lock this week. I think he's finally got a QB in uh, Hertz that can put up the points. Henry uh, had a game last week. And he gets a, a kind of middle-of-the-road rush defense in Indy who's giving up uh, 20 points a week to opposing rushing attacks. And he also gets Mike Evans back this week, um, who I think may, uh, may reignite that Tom Brady fire. So I just honestly think there's too much firepower here. Uh, I think uh, Julian wins by a pretty decent margin, and Julian is my lock of the week. So if well, you want to put a little, you want to put a little cheddar on it. Or let's a little, do it. You know, what are we doing? Do? I don't know. Let's go. What do you think? Uh, do you, I don't know. Ten bucks. Ten bucks? Oh, look at the fucking doctor over here. Jesus. <laughs> now, uh, let's see. Uh, what's you want to do? Just straight up money? Uh, straight up head to head? Ten yeah. Bucks? What are What are we doing spread wise? What What's it look like? All right. What is it? he has? He has River Rats minus twenty three and a half. I don't oh, know shit. if I can. I'm not. That's, I don't know if I'm laying twenty three. It's aggressive. <laughs> that, is, that is seriously <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just do straight up. All right, we'll straight up ten bucks. All right, All we right. got two two units, two Jimmy units, Woo! and uh, in this one, Jimmy has the River Rats. All right, look at that action on the pod. Gotta love. There we it. go. We got Jim Jimmy at one and two must win situation versus Mike, who is at two and one sitting pretty. Brendan, what you got? I got a bounce back week for Jimmy. 
let's just look at his lineup. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, Khalil Herbert, who's now the true number one, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf. So, you know, Jimmy's just – his firepower is too strong. Yeah, they had an off week, slow start to the season. Yeah. Uh, looking at Mike's team, Russell Wilson, you know, you expect him to come back anytime soon, but – when is that going to happen? I think there's mm-hmm. some serious issues going on in Denver right now, and I think they'll work themselves out eventually, but I don't know if it's this week. Uh, his running backs just, yeah, they're decent, but they're just not nearly as good as Jimmy's. His wide receivers are pretty decent. Amari Cooper's having a surprisingly good year in Cleveland. Uh, defensively, you know, Jimmy's just flat out better than him there. So I'm going Jimmy here. Yeah, yeah, and just to, just to let you know, uh, Jimmy's going Jimmy here. That is Jim. This is Jimmy's lock of the week. I'm He's shocked. going all in on himself. I know. Weird, huh? Um, so, yeah, for me, you know, last week I picked against Mike's team. He made me pay for it. Um, this week, uh, however, he's not playing Jeff's team. Actually, he's playing a team that scored less than Jeff did last week. So there's something <laughs> to chew on. Um, you know, it's really hard to fathom a, a team built like Jimmy's, you know, scoring, you know, so low and having that low of a floor. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy's matchups this week. You know, uh, Mahomes gets Tampa Bay. Uh, it's usually tough sledding um, for any quarterback. Um, so uh, Tyreek has Cincy tonight, and Cincy, you know, is about, I think, ranked 10th um, in the NFL against uh, against the pass. <clears throat> but um, it looks like Tua is going to play tonight, so that's that's a, a good sign for Tyreek, and um, which I think at this point in the game has four carries for 51 yards and a tackle. So that's a stat line for Tyreek. Yeah, he's got a tackle. Uh, <laughs> I no, four, four, four receptions for 51 yards of tackle. He has one rush for negative one yard so far at this point in the game. We're, <laughs> we're two, two thirty, or 6.39 in the second quarter. Okay, um, so now we're caught up on stats. So, um, but for me, you know, Russ, I haven't seen anything out of Russ. That, you know, he, he, got, he has a favorable matchup, actually, against the Raiders this week. Um, and for Mike to have any shot this week, Russ needs to wake up. I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think it's going to be. I definitely would stay away from any point spread on this game. Um, but I think it's, it's live or die time for the snowmen. I think, you know, like I said, all the alarms are sounding and Jimmy can't go one and three. So um, I think he gets it done. You think he gets it done. Jimmy thinks he gets it done. I think he has to. I think he has to this week. I feel like so, we're a ESPN panel or something with the highlight of everyone taking one team and then that team ended up ends up losing. Yeah, it's it's the jinx. Right? I, I think I picked against Mike every every uh, every week, that, you know, so far, and he's, you know, he's got to get one against me twice now. So, but uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, again, uh, any closing thoughts from you, Brendan? Nope, I'm uh, I'm ready for hopefully my team to turn it around this week, but probably not going to happen. Yeah, well, good luck to you. Good luck to the rest of the league. And, uh, yeah, another good pod. Yeah, thanks for hosting. Yeah, we'll see you guys.
Jedi Corner, week four. Let's go. Wanted to start off this week after three weeks of doing the um, fantasy pool picks. I'm going to update you guys on the standings uh, to see who's winning that unit from Jimmy. <clears throat> so right now, myself, Asymptomatic or Grammaticas, and the Fire Up Irish Tigers are tied with 14 wins on the season. Uh, Jimmy and the Barrel Snowman, uh, sorry, Trust the Process has 13, one, one win back. And then there's a group of four who have 12 and are two wins back. That's the Snowmen. Roll Tide, Teddy Bridge Over Troubled Water, and The Bees. Then there's an 11, Trash Trunk Get Drunk, Couple Nines, Yeiser Plan, Doctor Make My Team Great Again. Uh, clearly not a doctor in the pick'em either. Uh, and then The Shade has six, forgot to do a week. Um, Yeiser Plan actually forgot to do a week too last week, so he would probably be right up in the mix. Um, and then River Rats and Running Backs Matter, um, they're not trying to win five bucks. So, uh, moving on from that, we're going to go to the matchups this week, um, or sorry, standings this week, after three weeks of play. Um, one undefeated team left, and one defeated team left after three weeks. So, uh, again, another season where we're pretty even. Um, a lot of those bad teams have... Um, made themselves good at decent again, at least, you know, the bees, Matt was terrible last year. Uh, and now he's sitting in fourth place in our league. So, um, it's a pretty good deal. There's a couple of bad teams. Um, and then some top echelon teams. We'll get into that. All right. So only undefeated team left first place, uh, fire up Irish Tigers won the championship last year. Obviously he's looking to get back there and to win it again. Um, second place, the shade, Definitely has scored the most points in the league by a large margin. It's pretty wild uh, how many points he scored over the next person. He scored 80 more points in the first place to Irish Tigers. So um, that tells you something. And the Irish Tigers are third, I believe, in overall scoring. So um, pretty impressive there with that. Actually, they are, yeah, third. Um Third place, Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water, still 2-1. Second in the league in scoring. Uh, had a down week last week, kind of more where we thought he would be. Um, we'll see if he, which team he is. Is he the team from the first two weeks? Is he the team from the third week? Um, we'll probably figure that out a lot more in his matchup with me uh, in this fourth week. Fourth place team, the Bees at 2-1. Um, he has a big game this week. Um <laughs> At really quickly became a rivalry the this week in chat. So pretty interesting uh, this week to see how Yeiser Plan, who has been throwing um, throwing wins this season, uh, now is going to try to beat Kobe um, and has some guys in his lineup currently. Trust the process. Fifth place uh, at two and one, five hundred and twenty points. Had a better week last week. Um, than the, I feel like the previous two, but lost. So we'll see how, um, how his team does. And people are kind of looking at him being a pretender this season. Asymptomatic or Grammaticus, two and one. People thought he would be down. Man's two and one. Can't complain about that. Uh, he has a huge game this week coming up 
uh, against Jimmy, who is one and two. River Rats also two and one, four hundred seventy-seven points for not a not a high points for, but he just got Jalen Hurts, so he's definitely looking to make his team a little better. Um, added some pieces, so look out for the River Rats. Barrel Snowman one and two, the top one and two team. Um, he's like fourth in the league in points, so don't look for him to stay at uh, down here for very long. Doctor, make my team great again, one and two. Kind of thought he'd be down here at this level. Uh, lost to me last week, um, and I'm a chode. So we'll see where he where he goes after this um, in the next couple of weeks. Running backs matter. Also one and two, uh, sitting in I believe that's ninth place, tenth place, tenth place. I'm in eleventh place. Terrible points for not even up to five hundred yet. But one and two got my first win of the season. That helps. Uh, we'll see if Christian plays. Trash trunk get drunk. One and two. Uh, a lot of people thought he would be down here. I didn't think so much, but not looking great for him the last two weeks. You guys are playing at one and two, throwing the season, but this week probably going to try to get another win. We'll see if that happens. And then lastly, roll tide. We know where he's going to end up. Um, he'll be lucky to get a victory this season. All right, so let's move on to the matchups this uh, week. Very simply. Um, Teddy Bridgeover troubled water against the Jedi. I'm going to go with myself in this matchup. I think Christian McCaffrey actually plays. Who knows if he'll play the whole game. We'll find out. Um, but I think he does play still this week. Um, and I'm going to take myself to get the victory there. Trust the process against Dr. Make My Team Great Again. Uh, I just don't think Dr. Make My Team Great Again has enough to compete with Trust the Process. I think Trust the Process gets another win, ends up 3-1. and one even though he, you know, may not be scoring the most points this, this year. Um, his team is getting some time because he's still winning. The Shade against Trash Trunk Get Drunk. Um, this is my lock of the week, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to give that lock of the week to The Shade. The Shade is going to put it on his brother. Um, I don't think this one's going to be very close at all. Roll Tide against Fire Up Irish Tigers. Um, again, the, the top team, only undefeated in the league against the only team that has not won a game yet. This is an easy one. Fire Up Irish Tigers go to 4-0, stay in first place. The Bees against Yeiser Plan. This is my game of the week. This is also going to be my upset pick of the week. I think Yeiser Plan, with the guys that he has, the matchups that he has going, um, takes out the Bees. Geyser plan wins. River Rats against running backs matter. I have uh, the River Rats in this one. Another game. I'm not sure how close that one's going to be. With Jay the addition of Jalen Hurts, the River Rats are looking really good right now. And the last game of the week, Barrel Snowman against Asymptomatic or Grammaticas. I think Jimmy writes the ship. The snowmen finally get a victory again. If he goes to one and three, Jimmy will be trying to trade off his whole team. I can see it now. They're getting too old. He'll be trading Jonathan Taylor for picks if he loses this week. Uh, but I don't think that happens. Barrel snowmen win. All right, boys. Good luck in week four. Uh, a lot of action. Um, game this game tonight. Um, pretty good one. Uh, and then. We have an early morning Sunday game, so remember to get those lineups in early on Sunday because uh, we have that game in London. 
I think it's in London anyway. All right, boys, until week five, Jedi Corner is out.